0: Live across Warrington, your voice, your station, your community. 13.32am, Radio Warrington, Radio Warrington, Radio Warrington, Radio Warrington.
1: Curves of the earth are like my own I look at the beauty that I call my home The rise and the fall, it all takes shape In the temple of life with the love that creates If you look closely
2: Yes, good afternoon and welcome to Wham! Exposure. My name is Lee Harmon and we're going to be here for the next two hours talking about all the amazing local music from Warrington, Witness and Roncorn. Thank you much for joining us and we've got the very special guest with us. Very happy to have him here. It's been a while. A lot has changed since uh, Mr Nathan Greenfield <laughs> has been here in the studio. Nathan, thank you much for joining us. How are you? I'm alright, not too bad. Just coping with this lockdown. As much as I can Well the end is in sight um, Obviously the good news is uh, We've got everything Everything In the background there But opening up the show Was Kerry Feeney Kerry Feeney Is one of 28 artists Who are going to be playing This year's Riff Fest 2021 Weekender Over in August So we've got Everything Everything Grain Park Doing a little bit of DJing On the Friday night And then the huge Sunday Filled with Local artists Headlined by Abbey Rose Kelly And of course Really good time for having you in the studio uh, Alina's going to be there So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Riff Fest Like we're on the show We've got brand new music from the likes of Sam McLaughlin And we've also got a brand new one from 90s So really excited to bring them to you Now, last time you were here Nathan You were here as a, I think it was actually a Riff Fest uh, special it, it was With La Scala And unfortunately um, La Scala are no longer together but in the, uh, in the aftermath of the Scala came aligners so same members, few different songs, few songs that managed to uh, make it over the Rubicon but uh, yes, very exciting journey ahead for aligners in what January 2020 when it got
3: announced so yeah I think it was December 2019, but we went into full swing the next year well. For about three months. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you've got the new songs, you've got the new name, you've got a big tour, and then COVID comes along. So let's go right to the um, where you are at the moment on the journey. This is the brand new one from Maliners. This is Jump the Gun. jump the gun there from aligners courtesy of our very special guest nathan in the studio thank you very much for coming in hope you're well yeah um, again like i said doing as well as i can <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about Liners. we've heard the band but um we know from my introduction you know it, it came from a previous band which you formed in college but um what's your journey and, and how do we get to this point now really
3: so peop- people have been joking about our name La Scala for I don't know ages since we formed Like, but eventually we made the decision to change it um, but that came it wasn't just a name change it came with we started writing different kinds of music more just indie rock it went from like indie pop to indie rock very simple and um, obviously released really 60s Earth. we went in the studio um, so that was your debut single yeah, yeah, 60s Earth and then we released ours, but we recorded them together. So it was all one experience, but working with, like, Sugar House has kind of changed us even more, I think. I think you can hear that with Jump the Gun. Kind of got a bit of sense in it, a bit of different elements, and I think that's going to go even further with, like, you know, what we're doing at the moment. So Aligners is kind of, like, just a, a flowing thing. Like, it's, you know, just a creative outlet to do whatever we want to, really. So, of course, we've got
2: Aligners, which is yourself, Nathan, Kurt... Arthur, Elliot, all guys who met in college. Um, pretty much been an un- unbreakable bond since. Uh, blood brothers, almost. Yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't had any catastrophes yet, not yet. So when it comes to, again, we might as well get to it straight away. Obviously, you were doing really well as Lascarlett, you Obviously, you're doing really well now. But you were starting to build a name for yourself. Uh, in the north west you're getting some good gigs you're getting some good opportunities at what uh, we mentioned it a little bit in in the magazine in, in the spring issue so if, see if anyone wants to um order a copy of that or watch you know read it online please do but at what point did you realize that other than just you were making new songs rather than being a progression at what point did you realize we outgrown La Scala
3: well L- La Scala is like uh again Everyone bashed us over the other names. Sugarhouse did it. Our teachers in college did it. Everyone did it, and it got to the point where we thought, right? And then also, it, it was lucky that it came at the same time because the music we made—it it was kind of like it was still us, but it—we it, really felt a change, and we kind of once we got a taste of that change, we kind of just wanted to just do that. Um, so, and we we kind of fell out with a lot of the songs that we we had in our set as well. We kind of thought they were a bit you know, we'd outgrown the songs literally, like, because, you know, as you mature some of the lyrics I was writing and stuff, I was just like, oh god we need to get that out of the set
2: I think what's, what's amazing is um, a lot of the songs, you know, you yourself before you even joined La Scala and went on to align this, you were writing uh, music for yourself as, as a solo artist, but you said just before we came on air, you were quite late as a developer when it came to guitar Was it? when did you start playing guitar when did you start singing and thinking actually i could do this in you know in a band or i could do this at my local open mic night
3: well uh i started playing guitar in about 2016 um that was a year after i took my options so no chance of GCSE music uh that's why i didn't take it um and then as many songwriters started writing songs this way i'm sure there's many more i went through a breakup and obviously when you like when you're eight, when you 17, it feels like the worst... Or 16, it feels like the worst thing in the world. So, But I just started writing songs as sort of a therapy for myself. And then I thought, you know what? These are actually all right. And then just momentum. And then that was the whole summer before I joined college. So the minute I joined college, I snapped all the guys up. And I knew Elliot beforehand anyway, so... Fantastic. So,
2: yeah, we've mentioned it already. You know, you made the decision to um, have the refresh... Because things can get tired or, you know, you, you, you do need the chance to develop and, and rebrand. So you went away into Studio, Sugarhouse Studios, uh, who great producers, helped you create a great sound, a um, couple of singles ready to go. You um, even had big tour um, for the Northwest with Soft Lad, uh, with a... A headline show at your spiritual home, Friars Court. Friars Court. (laughs) And things were looking really promising. Um, Like everyone, the beginning of 2020 was full of optimism. And then obviously things started to get a bit more serious with with coronavirus. And and here we are now, you know, in hindsight, you know, we probably didn't see it coming. At what point did you realise that these best laid plans were Probably gonna start going astray. Oh, uh, late March, start of April.
3: That's so quite late. <laughs> because I was still, I was <laughs> one, one of the optimism. I was one of the ones still pushing, like we're still gonna do this gig, and like I had loads of people on me back, like saying, "Ah, you can't do it." But you know, I wasn't as educated on. Corona. I think I don't think anyone was yeah. as we are now. So obviously, I was one of the ones pushing, like we need to keep going. And then um, it just got to the point where I was like, "Why am I even doing this?" Like, the, the Uno, you know, we were supposed to support Uno Mass at the lounge. I'm pretty sure that got cancelled about a day before it was meant to happen. From what I remember, I'm pretty sure that's what it was I like. I think it did.
2: I think they took the decision to cancel it before they had to. I think it was the case of the right was on the wall, really. But that was going to be, was it your second performance in Warrington as Did You had it, one? It to would have? have been, was it your first one? I think it would have been our first in Warrington as Aliners. Of- so, lots to talk about um, on the show. We'll be talking a little bit about you know your journey as a uh, We're going to be playing some of the some more of the songs. We're going to be playing uh, a recent session that you've done with uh, Ox Collective over in. Um, is it run witness called Widness Widness I always get the two mixed up sorry Jono um, but as part of the thing as part of the new process that we've done to integrate special guests into the studio because it's been a very long time talking to a white wall here in Radio Warrington News we've been asking all the special guests to pick four songs of local artists who they are either really loving at the moment or particular tracks, which means something to them. Um, the first one, uh, Nathan, is from Pink Shirts with Hell People, Her Laugh and The Photograph. Um, why did you pick this one?
3: Uh, I just love the band. Honest to God, since the first time I've seen Pink Shirts, or to be honest, I, before I'd actually seen them live, we, uh, I'd, I'd heard one of the songs, I think it was uh, Talk About It, as that was called, yeah, and we've just... Me and Arthur especially, if we're talking about our liners, we just love Pink Shirts. Like, They were, they supported us at Friars once, and um, we were literally jumping around in the mosh pit singing along to their songs, even though we were headlining that gig. So it's just a band of love, and I think this song's just... It's one of the songs that I wish i wrote, so, um, you know, big props to them for writing this, because I just think it's a great song. That's why I picked it. No, it's it's a rather beautiful song, and, and such a
2: great band from Wigan. I mean, Wigan are really doing well at the moment when it comes to bands obviously you've got the likes of river uh, pink shirts for pale people the laphams and um you can kind of count the lottery winners in that they're over in lee um but yes lots to talk about on the show but this is pink shirts for pale people the first choice of our special guest co-presenter here nathan greenfield of the Liners, her laugh and the photograph
0: Proud to be at the heart of your community 24 hours a day. Community Radio for Warrington. Radio Warrington.
4: You're unique on the spectrum. But part of the problem is you don't eat You're not remotely conversing to the subject Subverted in your stale eyes And so I wake up to take it Cause it's helping me make it through again and Now she thinks I'm back on it There's a satellite size. Hole in my life So we left the bedroom That we had slept in My feelings inept But the problems we're causing Cause she thinks it's important But I think it's boring And Anna I need to drink so by now And her laugh, And the photographs And the notes she left for you On the side oh, that read I wonder what made you this way photographs and the note he left for you on the side i wonder if i've made you this way
0: are you a business looking for a recruitment solution or are you an individual looking for a new role either way the team at i supply group are here to help so get in touch today to find out how we can put the eye in your team 01925918970 or visit isupplygroup.co.uk Radio Warrington, proud to be at the heart of your community.
2: On the photograph from Pink Shirts Propel People and then Cracks on the Floor from Colliders. That is a track from their brand new EP, Motorway Saints, which came out on Sunday and it's the first one that's been released and produced by friend of the show Joe Hill over at Sarah records and what a great job he has done with that so motorway saints is available uh, to stream and download now and motorway saints is also one of the tracks on our local artist playlist it's uh, eight tracks that we pick uh, to play through the whole of the radio warrington schedule seven days a week so if you are listening away from the show which we certainly hope you are you may be able to hear colliders uh, playing here on Radio Warrington joining us on Radio Warrington still is Nathan, thank you very much for coming in, no worries so, going to go a little bit back before um, Aligners um, back to when it was La Scala and um, this is obviously the first time which I, which I came across you and, and the band and um, straight away there was some really big hype coming obviously your band were following in Priester College but there was a lot of hype behind you um, you dream of being a musician, being in a band and being a frontman and, you know, playing big shows, but obviously you you want people to be screaming your name and, and cheering and singing along. When that happens as a young musician, what, it must feel pretty good. Well, that,
3: that gig was probably the, the first time it happened. Oh a WAMFest? Yeah, if you do I saw about WAMFest, sorry. Um... If that's when you discovered yeah. us, I thought that's what you were referring oh, no, to. I, I
2: don't, I've
3: seen you before, yeah, a bit before, but, but I'd say that's the that's the first one where we had that experience, because the rest were just supports, and I know this was a support, but we just managed to... I don't know what it was, there was something in the air, we just... The hype was a sort of a detriment to us at the same time, because, you know, everyone was like, oh, why is all this hype around we haven't got a song out or anything? I mean, you keep in mind La Scala, we didn't even release a song until a few months before we changed to aligners right okay. so no, it's like cause it was only hours that you really so it was all just natural sort of but for this gig we 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 just managed to get loads of people down so it was the first time i'd seen that but i, I still remember that first time i can't remember what song it was you know it was it was one of these songs that we had you know because they're just catchy indie songs <laughs> and we um people it was the first time someone had sang along to it like i had people sing along to it and like
2: so that was oh. what, March 2018? So when did you form the band?
3: That was. Oh, December. December, so December was our first gig. So, from
2: four, four months from forming the band, you had pretty much half of Priestley College at this gig at the auction rooms, and obviously that is at risk of being closed, which is a big blow. Yeah, I'll be good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember booking you for Wine Festival. You were supporting Cooler Bay. And who else was on the lineup? It was Ollie Thornton and, and the shirts, shirts wasn't yeah. it? And
3: it was, um, They're not doing too bad for themselves. The Capitals, like, yeah, the the Capitals.
2: Uh, Capitals yeah, obviously, um, well, the drummer for them. Speaking of like, Uno Mas, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, it. and <laughs> you know, So um, they formed together. I like to think that they met at that gig, and I'm personally responsible for Uno Mas.
3: Well, if they did, I can say I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Um, but, well,
2: obviously. First few months, you know, um, writing songs, and what who would you say is, your, is an inspiration for yourself as a as a either a songwriter or as a guitarist?
3: Well, as much as I hate to give uh, such a generic answer, because my, my influence changes all the time. Like my, my my writing reflects what I'm listening to, so obviously that changes all the time. But what first got me writing songs was uh, Noel Gallagher. Obviously, okay. that, that's the that's the starter kit for every bloody you know <laughs> indie band. So it's like. But, but you know, I always liked his solo stuff a bit more, so I was more so that acoustic kind of... That was the songs I was writing, and when I took them to the band, that's when they changed into that sort of sound we had. But, yeah, I was I used to use all the chords that he used and all that, and, I don't know, he's just a big inspiration. So, the reason for... Obviously, talking about
2: Wham Exposure is... Um, Wham Exposure? Yeah, Wham Festival. Um, another thing that we like to do in the show, and usually we leave it to the second half, but I kind of feel that this is quite a song that is relevant to your early part of your journey. is You know, we always like to do a legendary track, a hair on ramp exposure from a band who are no longer with us or, you know, a song that means something, but, you know, you're no longer hearing it. Um, and one of these is Cooler Bay. It, it's Seven Hours, which is um, the very first song that they released. Again, a band from Priestley College, a four-piece guitar-based, you know, um, Lots of early hype. Um, you very much went in the slipstream for these guys to some degree. Yeah, I that mean, a
3: help or a hindrance. I'll, I'll to be honest. To be honest with you, right? Um, I've never spoke to any of them on a, like a personal level. I've spoken to them like the people in the band. What was interesting about that is that we we did loads of gigs together. Like we must have done three or four gigs together, and that's a lot for like a, you know the time we were the Scattle. But like I remember, I listened to this song seven hours like just before I joined Priestley. And I thought oh, I've got to go Priestley, like you know, they've got the bands there, they got all that, and I, I still remember going up to Dave, the lead singer, on my induction day, and being like, you know what, I love Cooler Bay, I love your songs, and that. And I thought it was mad how uh, it went on to, you know, we we did some gigs together, and I was always I was always glad about that. I never thought it was a, a detriment to us. I always thought it was it did, you know, they helped us out by letting us support them. So, and that's the great thing about, you know, if anyone who doesn't know.
2: Um, local music in Wynton at the moment time, a good 15 years ago it was pretty dog-eat-dog dog. Um, you all compete mm. with the same chances, nowadays are people are a lot more supportive of each other you know, if you s- support them on their headline, you'll be able to return the favour and all that kind of stuff um, but yeah, we're going to be playing uh, Seven Hours Our Jerry track uh, by Cooler Bay next, but this is very much I think this show was the turning point between you being below cooler bay and you overtaken them um so it's a very interesting journey um but we'll be talking a little bit more about that but this is seven hours by cooler bay
5: Are you looking to find new customers maybe you need a new website or want to promote your business online through social media visit www.real5digital.com or call 01925 949000 to speak to warrington's digital rock stars for a free digital consultation
0: radio warrington proud to be at the heart of your community So that was our legendary
2: track of the week. Seven Hours by Cooler Bay. And again, that was, you know, can't help but stress. For me, that was a turning point for, you know, you overtaking um, Cooler Bay. And unfortunately, they're no longer with us. But, you know, they've gone on to different things. But, you know, aligners have gone strength to strength. Um, One of the things that you did do um, when you changed the name, you know, you did... Um, Dropped some of the songs, but one of the ones that you did keep was uh, Ours. Now that was the only song that you released as the Scarlet, and I remember you giving us the opportunity to play that here on a Exposure for the very first time, which we're very thankful of. And I remember being at Live Bar when it came out. Um, what is your as your singing not singing as your songwriting process changed over the years because? I believe ours was, was this a song that you you went to college with?
3: Was I think I think called? ours is probably the best example of what you're asking me because mm-hmm. I wrote ours in 2017. Took it with me, got everyone in high school hooked on it. Like, don't be wrong, everyone in high school hated me for <laughs> for like sharing all this music because in corner if you just write music, everyone thinks you're an idiot. So whatever. But ours, like over the years, with I've had it as a song. It's changed so much. Like, um, do you know what? bridge in the middle? It's like all I do is waste time. Yes. That was never a thing. I just came up with that in about a minute just because someone told me it needs a bridge. And obviously being La Scala <laughs> in my first year of college, if my music teacher tells me I need a bridge, I'm gonna put a bridge in the song, you know. But songwriting in general, um with the band in particular, like not just myself, it's changed lots, like you take Jump the Gun for an example, mm-hmm. that um Kurt wrote the instrumental for that. Okay. So there's a lot of la-, la there's there's always been kind of that, like like Elliot's wrote things and but I think Writing together is better than it's ever been at the moment for us. You know, we, we we had a bit of a rough patch in lockdown. Just lost our inspiration, and you know, I'm sure a lot of artists had the same thing. But it's a bit of a break. Came back, and now the songwriting's back on track, and we're writing more songs. And they are very different to you know our previous sort of stuff. But that's the way we want it to I be. I
2: surprised you said the bridge came from you know someone recommending it to you. That's the kind of inspiration that you kind of would think. It's, comes from a live gig, you know that bit where you're just trying to keep everyone's momentum, and you just kind of just keeping it going. You're know, just trying to build up the tension, you know, with the singing. That um, again, Priestley's, you know, is an amazing place for local artists. Um, we're going to be playing ours next.
3: This is a, what, the aliner's version, though. This is, this <laughs> is
2: the aliner's version. I can play both of you want. No, <laughs> don't, don't say, play the okay. other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Um I mean, by all means, you know. What can you tell us specifically about ours? Was there a particular inspiration for that one? I I'll mean- tell you,
3: it, it came out with a completely different sound to what I was expecting. When we took it to Sugar House, like, if you listen to, the like, Elliot's guitar on the second verse, I always think, I, I remember being sat in the studio and I said, hey, that sounds like it sounds like glam rock. Like, it reminds me of glam rock, the way they record it. And it just came out so much different because it's always one of those songs we just kind of kept around for the fans because every, everyone kind of likes that song so at first we were like oh we can't ditch it because we'll just get murdered for it but um, when we came to Sugar House it gave me a new sort of love for the song like because the way they produced it and the way we do it live now is so much different I you know, I, re- I, I sort of rediscovered my love for that song So I'm sure you can find the original version on the dark web somewhere and and It is out there somewhere and I'm
2: pretty <laughs> sure I can probably find the demo that you did acoustically I think you might have sent it into a very early show but this is um, one of the earl- one of the early songs that aligners still perform at least it was written but it wasn't the first one that you released so we'll be talking a little bit more about 60s hearse uh, after this and we will be playing it in the second half of the show but here it is the second track from aligners this week and mr. Nathan Greenfield here in the studio this is I was there from Aliners, and of course Nathan is here in the studio. So it wasn't the first single that you released as Oliners. um That went to Sixties Hearst, uh, which was released with a very um, serious-looking, very mature-looking single artwork, really good artwork. Um, both Sixties Hearst and um, Ours had great artwork. Um, in fact, all of them are quite lovely. Yeah, jump, jump the gun around to the cast. <laughs> but... Sixty Source was quite quite a, a departure really. Um and the fact that is you, you could have you could have put ours out again and and, and like look how different these two are. Sixty Circles was the very first song that we heard from the rebranded, the renamed, the brand new attitude um to the band and very much wanting to put a a, a full stop really between the, the two names. Why did you pick '60s Hearse'?
3: Well, uh, what can I say about this song? <laughs> we we still love this song to this day, like all four of us. Like we we're so proud of it. Like because this was a song that oh, it changed big time. Like through the production of Sugar House and just stuff we've added live and in rehearsing. But '60s Hearse' was like the first song I brought to the Lads, and at first, because the demo sounds different, and I'm not. I'm gonna delete that forever because no one's ever gonna hear <laughs> that. But um, I brought it to the lads And they just sort of dismissed it I played, I remember we were at live bars uh, We were at live bar Because Obviously we are friends With Joe and Lindsay And uh, we used to go there to, to sort of jam But we just rehearsed Because no one was there But um, We um, I played it through the PA And everyone was just like Nah it's rubbish And then the chorus started And then everyone was like What are you What are you sitting on this song for And I was like You all just said it was rubbish <laughs> But Once we Made that song into what it was With a big contribution From the rest of the lads I, I'd never take credit For this song completely Because Although I wrote the lyrics and the chords, like the lads just added so much to it. But um, like like I was saying to you before, I feel, I feel like Sixty Tears was the the turning point from La Scala to Aliners because we played Sixty Tears about three or four times when we were still La Scala But um, when we took this to Sugar House, it was like to give it this really moody, heavy like I know it's not like heavy metal, but you know for us, it, from going to from ours to this, it was. Uh, it's, it's a bit. You've got the very gentle. Um, obviously, we'll
2: play it in the second half of the show, so people can you know judge for themselves if it's heavy metal or not. But you just come in with quite a, quite a vigorous drumming, and again, it's straight away like oh, this is quite different. Um, so yeah, the, the stage was set. You know, the big tour, the, the the shows, and then lockdown came in. How did you personally find the first lockdown? So?
3: Well, me personally, like outside the band, I struggled a lot with it because. Um, you know, I was going to go to Lee Juni and stuff like that, and you know I was just come through a lot of changes and it it made me have a writer's block from a songwriting you know we, the rehearsals weren 't as good just because we just you know it was just depressing I mean we couldn 't rehearse for months anyway, so this was say lock- the lockdown came
2: in end of March were you still at college at the time? Or?
3: yeah, we literally it was literally the thing where like one week we were like oh yeah you're finishing college next week, can you have to say goodbye to all these people that you love? You know, because I, I loved college, me. I, c- I can't recommend Priestley Higher enough. If anyone's listening to it and wants to go there for music, just go. But, um, you know, we we made some good bonds and it was a bit depressing to leave a lot behind. Obviously, I still talk to the lads, but, you know, I've been making some three years, you know. So, I don't... I assume you're
2: the kind of person from what you said of, you know, about writing songs when it comes, you know, a breakup that that's your way of processing it. I assume then performing music is very important to you. I mean that goes about saying you're in a band, you know you're the frontman. When everywhere started to close and you know there was a lot of worry about what was going on and you said, you know, you weren't able to rehearse, you weren't able to perform. I assume
3: then, you know, with the right writer's block, there was just nothing that could get past it. P- performing live is like my favourite thing in the entire world, you know, next to like watching films and going to cinema. But like performing live was just my you know it was my bread and butter. I just loved it. I've been doing it that long where I was just used to you know I mean when we started off as scala we were gigging every week, like because we could, you know, nowadays when you gotta think more about your branding but yeah, it was it was so depressing not being able to play a gig and then when it when we did play a gig back. It didn't. It just didn't feel the same. Just because you know you're not got people jumping around in front of you or anything. You know, it was kind of one of those. It, it still not doesn't feel the same. It won't feel the same to me until I've got people right in front of me. You know, you know, having a good time. Mm-hmm. How did you cope with the
2: multiple uh, different live stream opportunities? The the opportunity to perform to people across the world, but pretty much sat in your bedroom performing to your phone.
3: Yeah I'm I'm not a fan to be honest I'm not a fan I don't like um, Because obviously on the phone it sounds rubbish as well And I did about I did a live stream not long ago And um, I remember watching it back and I just thought Oh my god My phone's proper made it sound horrible So I just don't like doing them And, And obviously there's not people there There's people commenting but You know (laughs) <laughs> it's not the same it's just not the
2: same so we have mentioned them quite a few times for Allo Sound and Witness, have done some really amazing stuff for musicians in Witness and Runcon, and also in Warrington they've been doing now they've been doing some brilliant live streams but as a full band so that kind of takes you that, right yeah, out of the right right room they've been uh, doing some obviously great work and, and some you know some wonderful videos and uh, live streams I've really enjoyed watching some of them you know Al- Liners did one um but before we talk about them, I think the only shows that you probably did since lockdown have been the Golden Square ones. Which We've are, done two of them. Which are, you know they've been brilliant. Janet did an amazing job with them, and then you did um, the performance at the Snig. Um, I think that was the first Aligners gig that you'd done, obviously for months. Um, what was the first Aligners gig? we we supported Valera's um, sound basement so you never did one as aligners in either Woynton with us or we, we still
3: haven't still <laughs> <Well>, we, haven't <laughs> well if, if you, you take one, out the yeah. acoustic ones we've never done enough in fact I think Ripfest will be our first proper gig in Woynton as aligners. so I don't mind mentioning this
2: um, you might not want to mention it um, but at the Snake um it was the second of two performances. You did. You did the early afternoon at um, Straight Out of Lockdown, and then again the the sneak gig was the very first band performance that you did together. It was bitterly cold. I remember um, reading one of the interview, not the interviews, the reviews that were done. Oh afterwards. yeah, I know what you're going to say.
3: <laughs> now, no, go on, mention it. I
2: will talk about it. It's fine now. That was a very early performance for the guys, and I'm not saying that the review wasn't complimentary. Um, it very much said that there was a lot that you needed to build on. It was, uh,
3: was kind of like passive aggressive. It was like they didn't like us, but they wanted to like sort of put it in a nice way because we were young. So you know, there's a lot of um, opportunities for growth for all artists,
2: and but if you're a new band. Effectively, you start day zero. I, I said to Kurt, "When obviously when he mentioned that, I got you know we're going to do a new name." I was like, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just, but you do put everything to the side and it's brand new. So that was the very first performance that you had as the liners, and I thought you did quite a good job. But you know, you can
3: tell it was very early days you Look, know, integrating a new. I'll say something. It's not as it's it's difficult to explain. You know, it's raining. Everyone's talking. It, we weren't like you know. Uh, it's it's different with with lockdown when there's all everyone's sitting down. I, I didn't feel like we were in it as much as we usually are. To to be completely honest, with you, like and coming back was a bit rough because we were going through a bit of a rough patch with rehearsals and coming up with song ideas. So when you've got again, it, it's not necessarily a bad review, but it was one that
2: you know there was room to grow. Does that knock you as, as a as a band? And obviously you've made the decision to to you know go in this new direction and you've not had a lot of opportunities
3: to rehearse to, that must hit you quite a bit well I'll tell you something it, I, I never take stuff like that personally I just take it on the chin I mean that's their job, reviewers, they're supposed to give their opinion I'd rather them say that than say something they didn't mean and I'll tell you something Like ever since we heard that we had decided we were like because at the time we were trying to come up with something new like outside of just indie rock so it was like ah, oh, they, they've said that and that's exactly what we're trying to do so it's annoying that you know, we 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 were trying to find this sound where, especially towards Christmas, and just co- we're just coming into the good period of rehearsing because every band does it. You go through good and bad phases, but yeah. But since we heard that, we were like, we need to work ten times as hard to to make this sound different. And I think that's what sort of crashed the train a bit. Like, but we're coming into a new thing now, and we we sort of realise um, we we all have a lot of interested influences just to be making indie rock music so as much as i'd like to think there is some of our influences sprinkled in there but we're trying to go from different kinds of sounds now we're not really focusing on a genre we're just you know i've started bringing my acoustic guitar to rehearsals which has changed the writing process quite a lot um and we're getting back in swing we are changing it. if you listen to this review which i very much doubt we don't worry we're going to come up with we've got plans to to change our sound even the the one oh, i don't know i've already mentioned this publicly but i can mention it again i mentioned it to you before we recorded a song with Jono Allo mm-hmm. um bloom it was i don't know if you yes. if you know you know that song yeah um that's completely different to anything we've ever done i'll i'll have to this play is it the you... motown one isn't it yes we um so we'll leave a little bit
2: to talk about. Yeah, if you want me to talk our about it later, I'll talk in, about it later. <laughs> in, the, in the second hour. But, you know, for anyone who, who went on to uh, your Facebook page, No Nonsense Indie, that's how you describe yourself, Alignment. It's changed is, now. It's changing, so it's no longer No Nonsense Indie. It's No Nonsense Music. Doesn't matter the genre. You're just going to do what you want to do. That's a good way of putting it. So that leaves us it doesn't lead us into your second choice um, of the four tracks that you're going to be picking uh, we have mentioned them already um, today, uh, mass Glue um, they shared a lineup with you on one festival back in 2018 but Ollie uh, Lou and uh, the guys have gone on to obviously a brand new band which are doing really well and this is their brand new song, uh, Glue which um, again, really good response from that one, a really great music video why did you
3: pick this one? Well, uh obviously we did that gig with them when they were the shirts. But um over the last few just from going Friars really, I bump into them all the time there. So we got we you know, we're friends with uh we're friends with them, we'd like 'em but I I love this new song by I like this came out and it sort of I was interested to hear because I heard the live version on your live stream, like I paid for it as well, so Right. Yeah <laughs> but, um I um I heard the live version of this song and they were like, This is the new single and new it was getting produced by Sugarhouse so I immediately I was like this is going to sound good with Sugarhouse's production, and it did. It sounded great.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. So Uno Mass have announced a headliner at Manchester's Deaf Institute on Saturday, the 25th of September. And believe you me, the tickets are going really well for this. I mean, not only are they a really good band, but we haven't really had a gig to go to in the past 18 months. So... You know, no excuse to uh, not get a ticket for this one. They are available now, but please do not wait around because they are going fast. And this gig, it's probably going to sell out. I'm sure Nathan will be getting his ticket, and I'm looking forward to getting mine. So if I miss out, then I've only got myself to blame. But this is the brand new one from Uno Mass and the Super Eight.
0: Warrington from the town for the town
2: so that was Uno Mass there with glue and that was a second choice of Nathan he's going to be sticking around till 8 o'clock to uh, talk all about uh, aligners and his hopes uh, for the next 12 months with the band and also what they've been up to during lockdown and all the time that they've been spending at Hello Sound uh, working on new music. So make sure that you stay around till eight o'clock. We're going to be uh, here after the break with brand new music from Sam McLaughlin. Uh, going to be having a live track from Roughneck Riot that they recorded uh for a very special charity, and we've also got the brand new one from 90 So make sure you don't go anywhere here on Lime Exposure. Are
0: you in a local band? Do you know a local band? Radio Warrington is committed to finding and showcasing local talent. Get yourself heard. Get yourself heard. Email your demos to bands at radiowarrington.co.uk. And who knows, the next big thing could be you. Live across Warrington. Your voice, your station, your community 13.32am Radio Warrington Radio Warrington Radio Warrington A father, a woman, a man, a son Four souls who claim that they're all in love
5: Surrounded by golden beaches Listening to Bumble, on a warm repeat and Unpartied by biggest. Keep that money up up from the ground You'll spend your time in return for another round
4: Keep running, running away my child mm-hmm. And
5: show them that you want to live too An innocent boy, 13 and lonely No worries in the world, sent his white privileged family
3: was Tommy by Sam McLaughlin.
2: Welcome to WAM Exposure and that is a track from Sam's uh, brand new EP which is out tomorrow. Make sure you save the date. Really looking forward to that coming out. A really good response to his debut singer as well. Unfortunately we couldn't play that because it's got a bit of a naughty word in um, but he sent that to us uh, on Thursday so thank you very much for that. Uh, that is out tomorrow. Tommy. So we are still joined by our very spe- special uh, co-presenter getting used to our people making me feel really and special
3: well, I keep saying trying. very special I feel I'm, very special
2: everyone who comes into the <laughs> studio is very special <laughs> if you would like to come into the Wham Exposure uh, studio to talk about your music have a little bit of a chat maybe play an acoustic track if you are so willing to do so then please do get in touch with us we are well we're nothing without the people who listen or the bands who send the music if we have no music it's going to be a very boring show uh, so Nathan is going to be here till 8 o'clock unfortunately one thing he hasn't got with us is his acoustic guitar. So, we are going to be talking about the guys at Allo Sound next, but it makes sense that we um, play this. Uh, this is, we, I mean, we've heard ours already, but this is a live version recorded at Allo Sound by Ox Collective, uh, a group of individuals over in Witness who are doing some really amazing things. Um, but Allo Sound has been a godsend for yourself, Nathan, um, during lockdown, I believe.
3: Yeah, we. We started rehearsing there about August last year. Um, the last place we rehearsed, I don't know. We just, I don't know. We just, we just weren't feeling it anymore. So went to this new place, and you know, all the guys there spoke to us as soon as we walked. They made us feel at home, and you know, it has sort of become that our like home away from home because we're there twice a week. You know, we stay there for we're there eight hours a week, so we're just you know we're constantly there and. We we love it there. We, it's our like hub for songwriting and you know speaking to each other because obviously it's the only really social thing we can do at the moment because we're all mates as well as in a band, so it's it's become a real you know good place for us to be to be. So this live
2: session is from the um, the performance that you did for Liverpool Digital Music Festival, um, but. The very first time that you went into the studio, was that for the live stream that you
3: did with Allo Sound, or...? The live stream was before, yeah. But we decided, when when we got asked to do LDMF, we decided to uh, get OX to do it, because we wanted to work with them anyway, so...
2: So, let us know what you think of it. This is a live session for hours by Liners. This was... Um, well, this was... When was the live festival... It was january february 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 so this is back in february and it sounds just as good now
3: it's our second single hours i hope you enjoy enjoy it
2: version of Hours There from Alina's Nathan you said you don't like listening to yourself
3: yeah I hate listening to myself sing so do apologise do you know what's weird though it's mainly with Alina's songs like if I'm doing a cover of something I don't mind posting it or something but I don't know it's it's very rare I'll look at a video of us playing and think oh I've done Mm. well there
2: (laughs) do you know what I mean you've got to kind of be worried that if you're sat there watching your own videos people might think you're getting a bit of a big head (laughs) it's like what It's it's, it's mainly
3: for when uh, because I run like the Liners Instagram. It's mainly for when I'm posting like live videos or even posting something to my personal Instagram. I don't just sit there watching them. (laughs) I do occasionally sit and listen to some of our old songs, but. yeah,
2: I'm glad to hear it.
3: So that was recorded by
2: um, the guys at Ox Collective, um, who are very closely linked with Jono at Allo Sound, um, the rehearsal slash recording slash live stream studio. Which Jemma's doing absolutely amazing things dur- during lockdown. Um, really great output, and um, really um, the likes of you know Paul and Liam w- with Ox who are recording um, things like the live stream that you did, and you know the Done a recent photo shoot for you. It seems that Aloe Sound um, very much responsible for your passions re-emerging with the band in lockdown. Well,
3: so, oh, sorry. Yeah, go say. on now. Well, um, I'd say it started when we recorded that song I mentioned earlier. Um, so this was the um, Motown-inspired
2: blue. Song. Well, um, That's quite yeah, which no one's even heard yet.
3: yet. No one's even heard yet. I'm just. For all I know it doesn't exist, like for all anyone else knows it doesn't even exist. But uh what happened there, we were just playing it, rehearsing, and uh Moe from Spilt, the lead singer of Spilt who's also from Runcorn. We we'd already like sort of bonded with him just because we're musicians from Runcorn, you know, you're both sort of in the same position, but um yeah, he just walked in and was like he told us that sounds like a Motown song and I was like, never thought of that. I was just like, oh, whatever. And he was like, Yeah, we could record it and then one thing led to another. So we ended up in the studio with Jono, with uh, Mo producing the song, and he added a lot of strange, like weird little keyboards, backing vocals. It was it was an experience. It really reignited our sort of creativity, creativity, and like you know, we wanted to because it sounded so different. Like we we kind of wanted to go more different. Like we we liked it, and we just wanted to go even further. But you know, we're working on that now. So. We had the gig
2: at the Snig where the no-nonsense indie um, was deemed to be... Got shut down. Nonsense. (laughs) So again, you you did kind of go back and you're like, okay, you know, we've got the opportunity to really push what we're doing with the band, you know, there's no gigs at the moment, You've, you've got the new name, you've got the new brand, you've got time to get it right before it's time to do gigs again. So... A lot of that was done at Allo Sound. That's your new rehearsal space. That's where for what I have
3: seen it's more than just a rehearsal space for you. Yeah, it's like it's literally like a home away from home for us. We're there like 8 hours a week, so you know, it's you know, we've really bonded with the people there and they you know they they support us. They like our music, you know, any of the bands that turn up. We, you know, the other week uh, we were talking to Chicken Man and the Bad Eggs. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Also right. recorded with Sugar House, We were talking to them. Absolute great guys, not us, but yeah, we we just it's just this place where we we can just make friends with all the other bands that come there, and you know anyone who's there at the same time, there's always like a sort of a mutual respect between us, like you know, um, and it looks like a lot of the a lot of the local artists are starting to rehearse there anyway. Definitely,
2: so. there's not many rehearsal spaces in the area. I mean, there's there's one maybe two in in Warrington. Um, Allo Sound seems to be the most popular at the moment. And, you know, the good thing is that you go in there um, to do a rehearsal and then one minute later you're getting invited on a live stream and um, I remember watching your live stream. I think it was the same time, it must have been beginning of January, I think it was. You did a live stream for Jump the Gun. Yeah, yeah. it was is, It was on release date, it was January 29th, no? that would have been. Now, we've talked about it. No, you know, lockdown means you can't be gigging. What's it like to release a song during lockdown? How did you approach jump the gun differently um, than what you quote traditionally would with you know, a, you know, a, a release gig? How did you approach that one knowing that you couldn't go out and, and gig it?
3: Well, we just um, we just sent it to as many people as we could. Bothered loads of people, just email, email. Do you want to listen to this? And you know, it came through. We we ended up. We got introduced in play. Um, we got on. Was it? Oh, we got played on Warrington Radio. I'm trying to think of the radios we got. We got played on one in California, which was most interesting to me. That must be something that you didn't expect. It yeah. was called. Uh, it's from this place called Laguna Beach, and I looked up pictures of it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to live there. <laughs> I'll go and host the radio. I'll, that's that's sorted. <laughs> if I got offered that job, the line is a bit done, but." Um, yeah, I, th- I still think it's done well. You know, I, I don't tend to pay attention to streaming numbers as much because honestly, I don't think streaming numbers are a reflection of how well your singles doing. Because I've seen loads of bands who I love and have, well, even how good the song is, I don't think it's a reflection either. Because you know, obviously with Sixties Earth, we've got good streams. But Jump the Gun was sat on about nearly ten k. We got on. Um, interestingly enough, the majority of the streams are from America because we got on um, the Spotify Fresh Finds playlist. And that was just like mind-boggling because I had applied for that like months before. I just filled out the form, and then one day we just got an email. But we were at Aloe Sound, we were at the the studio, and um, she got the email, and it was like, oh my god! Do you see that there's a bit more of an emphasis on
2: getting on all these playlists and kind of pushing your songs, to, you know, to be on different, you know, Spotify playlists? Do you think? That's kind of taking over a little bit. Or do you kind of see what that? For me, that seems like a lot of people's aim
3: is to get the streaming numbers. What's important to you when it comes to your music? I see it completely. Like, I'm not even the biggest fan of it, but the thing is, I don't get to choose how you make it in the music industry. So, but I think people get, and I know we definitely did, get too hung up on streaming numbers and you know how many streams they're getting or what they're getting playlists on. I know it is important, but I don't think that like. You know, we used to, you know, we used to st- st- stress loads about streaming numbers and all this and, like, who's doing better than us, who's doing worse than us. It's like, it doesn't matter, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think it matters, but per- I think, it obviously, it if you get, like, 100k streams, and brilliant, whatever. But
2: um, Would you find yourself looking at your streams and regularly comparing them to, to your peers and seeing how you're we, getting on? We
3: used to, but, you know, bef- I think lockdown changed us a lot as, you know... Even just as people, we we kind of I'm a different guy to the guy I was when I was last on the show, or when I was in college, or whatever. So, you know, we we kind of just learn to care less about, you know. But it's, like I said, it's not just a music thing; just in general, we just we just don't really care. We do we do care about what people think of our music, but we I have I don't really care much for comparing myself to someone else anymore. I just want we're doing our own things. You know what I mean? I think it's really important
2: advice just to make sure that you're doing it because you enjoy it, not because you're chasing any kind of intangible target. Because the problem is when you do focus on a target and you don't achieve it, that's where you start losing morale and the that's only, where things start
3: going downhill, doesn't it, really? The, the only thing close to that that I still do is that um, sometimes um, someone will like release a song, just any artist, even people I don't, I'm don't, i not friends with, and I'll just like see a band at our level releasing a song and it'll really make me want to write a song. It'll, make, it'll just make me think oh no nah, we need to get working on our next stuff now so that's probably the closest thing I've got nowadays to I, I just don't care for rivalry really to be honest
2: it's very important so after the next track we're going to be talking obviously you are um, a uh, runcorn uh, musician who has been a Adopted uh, by they the don't exist. music scene. Oh, <laughs> we love Runcorn. Yeah, we I mean, adopted by the way. That's a good way to put it. So we're going to talk a little bit about coming from that music scene and what it's like, and hopefully you give a shout-out to some other musicians in Runcorn. But we're going to be um, going to your third track um, of the evening, and um, Distance Runner by Man and the Echo. So this was our last show that we put on as well. i in, uh, was it December 2019? Uh, we put Man and Nico on previously, but that was the last one that we have ever done. And again, we're like, this coronavirus its getting quite close, but it's it's in China. It's going to be fine. Um, and obviously, this is a, a gig that went really well. And there was a surprise when you, you chose this one, because I, you know, I, I knew you were a fan of it, but I didn't realise it would be one of your top four. So, really amazing band. What's, you, uh,
3: what's your reason for this pick? I mean, you know, Lee, I asked you for two tickets for that gig, and it never turned out happening because i didn't go and i was gutted but um man in the echo was a band actually that i was introduced to before i was in a band uh, at all um well uh, oh, who was it i think it was like my, my ex's dad said listen to this song and it was the one which i can't say on air but that's my other favorite man in the echo song but uh, i just remember <laughs> listening to it and i've listened to it ever since and um and listen to your shows. Listen to them back when you put them on Spotify, that's usually when I listen to them. Um, Thank you very much. Usually, I know Mike likes this song and I know, the first time I heard it was, oh, it must have been ages ago, Start last year, you, I think you you played it as the intro to one of the shows. And I just thought, this song's brilliant, it's like Northern Soul, it's like all my influences in a new band and I thought, why not? It's one of my favourite local artists, one of my favourite local songs, so...
2: So this is a song that we absolutely love here. On Never met show. the guys, though, so... Well,
3: hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can introduce you sometime.
2: But, you know, their uh, last gig was at the Auction uh, Room's December 2019. They were due to play at the Pyramid Arts Centre um, alongside a um, an exhibition by... Um, is it Cold War Steve? Who does all the... Um, political character uh, cartoons. And, oh, uh, I don't know anything about but, that. <laughs> uh, unfor- unfortunately, that show has been and gone, but hopefully the end is in sight for lockdown number three, and we've got lots of gigs to look forward to, including Jimmy's and Liverpool for aligners, and they are also going to be playing Riff Fest at the beginning of August. We're very excited for that, so hopefully we'll have a little bit of a chat about that towards the end of the show, but this is Distance Runner by Man and the Echo
5: I was sitting in a carriage On my way to see a concert And I was looking out the window through my reflection in the dirt And in a blur I saw factories Straight rows of trees A message on a wall to rival fans And then I thought of those departed And knowing that there is no heaven I thought no other ragged region Never make me smile and think of them. If you wanted to sort me out and sew me up, follow me down to a road by a brook, over the railway, under the barbed wire, along a pathway that's made of desire, singing songs I too young to call you. I pulled my scarf over my nose And swiftly altered my direction Forgoing music, I heard melodies As tarmac beneath, changed to faded Like a can of crisp bags and leaves Over the bushes and past the old dens I broke to a jump before jumping the fence Singing songs that were too young to call you
0: Looking for a recruitment solution, or are you an individual looking for a new role? Either way, the team at iSupply Group are here to help. So get in touch today to find out how we can put the i in your team. Call 01925 or visit iSupply Radio Warrington. From the town, for the town.
2: So that was a great third choice there from Nathan Greenfield, frontman of Aligners who are joining us today and we're very appreciative to do so. But that was Distance Runner by Man and the Echo and uh, what a really great song. I'm looking forward to Man and the Echo uh, being back on stage and hopefully um, we'll be able to see them very soon. But I'm uh, not going to miss them next time. <laughs> no, well, if you knew that was going to be your last you know, gig before COVID, you probably would have made a bit more of an effort. What, what date was that gig? It was the... Was it in March? No, it was December... What, the Man the Echo? No, it was December... Oh, right. De- December- I thought you
3: meant it was literally right before... No, it's
2: like December 2019. It was, like, four days after the general election. Um, oh, dear. That's great. So, it was a <laughs> very interesting uh, atmosphere on that one, because it was be a very political band, and, uh, well, he told us all. He told us. He warned us. Hey, what are we going to do? So,
3: you are a musician. Born in Runcon, Still living in well, I was born in Liverpool, oh. actually. But... I'm not one of those who's from Runcorn and say, oh, I'm a plastic guy. Sc- I'm a scouser. Oh, you know, wow. a lot of people do that in Runcorn, but... So, I mean, as a show, we
2: do try to cover as much as we can it in Warrington and Runcorn. Of course, Warrington
3: has a bigger music scene, but what's it like to be a musician from Runcorn? It's tough, man. Like The only, the only shred of a music scene is the open mics. I know they've got the alchemy, but trust me, like no one's interested in bands in Runcorn. And we need to find a way to get, well, I think we need to find a way to get the music scene going because at the moment there's open mics, there's brilliant artists like Gareth Easton, Junior Davis, just to name a few. Without them, I probably wouldn't be here today, you know, just talking to you about my band because when I did the open mics, they welcomed me with open arms, you know. The first open mic I went to, the Beechwood one, I live in Beechwood, I was two minutes away from it, so it was one night. Um, again, when I was in my teenage romance, I don't know, heartbreak, whatever it was. <laughs> it was all very dramatic. I think it was the day after it happened. I I, I said to my parents, Can we go to So Mike? It was never something I'd considered before and you know, Junior, Gareth Gareth Eason runs the Beach for one, but yes. Junior's always there. Um, got a few brilliant friends there. People no one will ever heard of a Dave McCartney, Dave Cannon. They just do the open mics, do covers, absolutely brilliant. Um that's some of my closest friends. I haven't seen them in a very long time either, so you know, I'd love to get back in. Uh, well, the next open mic's next month, but
2: yeah. Oh, they're restarting? I'm yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well,
3: yeah, it's next month. Beachwood one, so.
2: I mean, when you're growing up, I suppose that is a, a good opportunity for you not only to kind of live your, you know, Gallagher and your catfish on the bottom end, you know, play some of their songs, but you do need an, a really good open mic to be inviting. Um, if you go to one and it's a bit clicky or um, not particularly well, well yeah. run, it can put you off. But if you find a really good open mic, that must really give you a lot of confidence to kind of keep going, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, well, a funny story about the very first open mic I ever did. Oh, go on then. I went and played, I played hours on stage. I, you got to play three songs. I played like Talk Tonight or something like that. I don't know. One of the usuals I always do when we covers. But... Um, I played hours and I remember after my parents were like, why have you never told us that you write songs? <laughs> I've been writing songs for two years, never told my parents, never showed them a single song, anything. And they were just like, was, I remember them saying, why have you never show us these songs you're writing and all that? And it was, you know what, it was, it was a big step to get out there and sing this song like that I'd written on stage in front of people. I think that was a big step in regards to like, you know, to where I am today. So then, being a musician from Runcorn, a, a young
2: musician um, who moved to—well, didn't move—you—you you went to Priestley College to study. Um, it must have just opened up so many doors and so many more opportunities. You've kind of gone. Kind of, ah, oh, there's quite a lot here. Um, and then you, you start
3: the band and the rest is history.
2: Is there any other uh, open mics in the northwest
3: that you? Um, recommend. There's loads. The Mulberry Tree is a great one over in Stockton East. That is genius as well. Um, it? Yeah, yeah a guy called Neil Sanders as well. He does it. Great guy. Um, all of the ones in Runcorn, the Norton, the Norton. I've had some of the best nights of my life in there because it's it's one of those open mics where there's always people there because it's in a pub, whereas the beach ones in like a community centre, so it's a bit more relaxed. But the, the Nortons, just brilliant. Like you know, you you go up there, you'll sing the drugs don't work or something, and you just you know. I, I don't really frown upon them covers and stuff because I like going up there and singing songs everyone knows when it, when it's like that kind of atmosphere you know so yeah literally there's too many to name off the top of my head which you can go to there's loads in Warrington Acoustic Cafe I've been there a million times I usually never tell people when I'm going to turn up I remember you when you hosted your Wham Night uh, oh, yes. I didn't even tell you I was coming I just turned up and everyone was like, turned through the door like a cowboy in a saloon that was that was the night with the the fringe wasn't it the Alex Turner uh, oh yeah over don't remind me no many one of the many mistakes i've made in
2: life (laughs) we'll quickly move on then so we promised you the brand new song from 90s this one is out tomorrow friday the 30th of april and they were very nice enough to send it to us uh this was recorded with gareth at the lounge uh, recording studio in wigan and um someone else who does really amazing stuff for musicians uh, in the northwest but this one we particularly love um I, I, I don't know about you i don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to play with 90s but um, I've, I've met
3: the guys the, the really nice guys and it, we had listened to this new single before on the break and uh, i really liked it so go and go and stream it when it comes out tomorrow support your local artists so
2: stream or download from midnight tonight this is the brand new one from 90s this is blame it on me <laughs>
0: same old business networking why not try real five the networking group that brings great people together and pays real money for real referrals call 01925 949 000 or visit www.real5networking.com and join us as a guest for free Your community. Your town. Radio Warrington.
2: So that was Blame It On Me by 90s. That is out at midnight. Make sure you go stream and download it. And as Nathan said, we were listening to that in the studio and it's a really great sound. Um, Lots of uh, different um, simps and bits and pieces on that, so it really gives the um, the full production value to that one. So great work to the guys and Gareth. And I think they were one of the... The last bands that I saw before lockdown, they played um, Fry's Court. I think they were the headliners and I think um, guys at AV Club were there and they, they poached them for their uh, EP launch. Um, so you're going to be joining um, the AV Club at Riff Fest in August. Now, you've got a good history with Riff Fest. You played there a couple of years ago at um, the Pyramid Arts Center. So you played the Whispering Pines, the second stage. Um, a really great lineup this year for Rivfest. You must be very happy to be asked to play.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as the asked us, it was a no-brainer. we just... Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> Doesn't matter what, what time. Yeah, I don't care if anyone has an issue, we're doing it. Well, we... I think... I don't think I'm allowed to reveal time slots, but I think we've got pretty
2: good time slot. It looks honest. a pretty good one with me. So so if you go to the Warrington Music website, full details for Rear Fest uh, Weekender is going to be taking place at the Golden Square, and that is going to be the 6th, 7th, and 8th of August. On the Friday, we've got Hacienda DJ Graham Park. He's going to be um, playing um, some tunes on, on his decks and I believe he's got some special guests but if you watch any of the um, We Love Manchester streams, so, so United we stream, um, in lockdown he did a Hacienda uh, inspired set and that was a really great watch and then on Saturday the 7th of August Everything Everything are going to be headlining and they're joined by Eliza and the Bear, Pizza Girl and Orchards. Um, that's a ticketed event that is £20 and that's going to be from 7 o'clock but um, if you would like to watch even more music on the Saturday we've got The Reels, Lounge Society Abbey Ozard, um, Beach Riot uh, Haddie B, More In Love Foxglove, and All Night Dining from midday till 6pm anyone you can recommend on that Saturday? Of
3: Everything Everything it's one of my uh, FIFA favourites from when I was younger I used to play FIFA Year 7, 8, they had a song called Distant Past, which uh, I still listen to today, so I'd recommend them. Um, well, I it's... didn't see who else was playing on that day, actually. So, I know you just read them out, but I in—I don't <laughs> even know what was going on in my head then. <laughs> you were busy logging into
2: warringtonmusic.co that you to yeah. watch <laughs> to see yourself. But yeah, well, you did mention it. On that. It is true. Um, a lot of people you know, have had big breaks from having their music featured on, on FIFA. Um, Sam Fender... People um, don't take it seriously enough. Uh, and as I said to you before, Roe Blood they, they premiered a song on on the latest FIFA. I mean, they can't really gig it, but you know, it's getting
3: that um, it's getting that football crowd into like indie music. You know, you see it with Soccer AM as well. Like, uh, but to get bands on there all the time, definitely, yeah. Um, Sunday the eighth of August, we are
2: very excited for because that is a day which is focusing very much on talent from uh, the Warrington area. We've got Kerry Feeney, The Kendo's, River, Two Skies. You may not know a lot about them, but you certainly will do in the next few weeks. we will be busy talking to them. We've got Liam Hillier, CN, Seagoth, Solis, Jess Louise, The AV Club, 3210s, Say to Play, Zangwills, and headlining is Abby Rose Kelly. And oh, sorry and, so. and a line is up. Couldn't help but, but forget them i was winding you up. So that was mid, that's midday, uh, till ten PM. So ten hours of music from Warrington on Sunday the eighth of August. And uh, yeah, tell us about the last time that you were at Riff Fest.
3: Was it a good day? Yeah, well it was brilliant. We all we all loved it. Um went and watched the K's at the end as well. Always good watching them. Uh there was loads of great artists on. Loads um got a chance to talk to a lot of new bands that we hadn't spoke to like in person so um some bands that i even listened to so that was a great experience um we were first on the stage um so you had to set the bar high yeah i suppose <laughs> it's not it's not the preferred slot but uh at the time we didn't care we took what we wanted you know what i mean we just we just took we took what we could get but we had a really great time there's a there was a lot of people there actually there was a a lot of people in to watch us because I'm pretty sure like we were literally the first band like on any stage to play and we we were on it so much stupid like what what time were we on like 12 or something probably, I don't know. Probably, I don't know, quite, quite, like quite
2: earlier you're know, you probably just coming in from Friday yeah, years was, an hour beforehand but yeah
3: honestly the, the best part of the day wasn't even performing it was like just being there and talking to people and you know meeting new people that was the bit i enjoyed the most about it you know just chilling with local musicians i got to play for seagoth as well the same day which uh you know it's easy to forget but um i, I really enjoyed playing that as well obviously me, me and me and george have a great relationship uh like me, Georgia, and another girl in a band were, were all great friends, so uh, it was good to play with them as well. So Rivfest pretty much takes the um, spiritual home for
2: Woynton Music Festival. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a Woynton Music Festival this year, but this is pretty much Woynton Music Festival in all but name, especially on that Sunday to have, um, what, 15 artists? Or, you know, no, it'd be about 12 or so, um, midday till 10 p.m., to have so many musicians from the town playing together on what is going to be a quite a big stage. It's going to be the same stage um, which is going to be played on by everything. Everything who are obviously Mercury nominated. Um, that must be a big opportunity for you to be playing in your hometown or her adopted hometown at least for yourself. Um, but for the other boys, you know, it's a, it's, it's a very important, you know, stage. Again, you must be looking forward to it, but not just... To play, but to watch everyone else.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's going to be where we can actually we can properly show the evolution of Alliance through lockdown, and you know, the live sounds. Probably going to be some new songs in there that we haven't even written yet. You know, I feel like that's going to be the the truest representation of our true our like current. You know, well, the first representation. At least I feel like the truest will probably be when we do it, our headliner because you know, when you headline and it's. It's a bit if diff- you got a different kind of vibe, you know, you you're a bit more nervous, a bit more excited. And you know that everyone is there just for you, so that certainly builds up. The yeah, pressure. So no. you know this will be,
2: I and mean, when the pressure of playing in front of potentially hundreds and thousands is um, is going to be really important. But you know, it's all an evolution. We have spoke, you know, over the past two hours that you know. You came out as Liners, you were ready to go, and then you had a big setback with, you know, lockdowns, and then you've, you know, you've gone into Allo Sound and you've really developed. So this, again, your first proper gig in Warrington as Liners. So is the pressure on you?
3: To be honest, I think we've, you know, we've been about them for like three years now. So we're a lot better with our nerves before we go on stage. And, um you know, because it's a festival, I, I love playing, like, I love playing Riff Fest, love playing more into Music Fest, so I'm going to be more excited, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know about the other lads, can't speak for them, but I think they'll be the exact same, because, you know, we've, we've been doing it enough now to find the enjoyment in being nervous, if that makes sense, like, being nervous is not a bad feeling before a gig, I don't think it, the fact, most of the time before a gig, I won't talk to anyone, like, at least 10-15 minutes, I'm so moody before a gig, but uh, Kurt always tells me that if I'm like that then it means we're going to play well so I suppose I'll continue being like that or ner- I suppose it's a bit of nerves you could call it as well
2: Everyone has their own way don't they really of getting really for their performance so some really amazing artists on there I mean you're looking forward to all of them of course but is there anyone in particular uh, any artists that you're really looking forward to playing? 32
3: Um we had a chance to do I don't know if you caught it but we did a, a lyric a lyric competition with them for Lim Radio last year and I uh, got to meet uh, Max and you're just such a great guy like we, we, me and Arthur we were there and we just got on with them really well and uh, I'm really excited to see them play because I've never caught them live before um, ooh, other pe- I'm excited to see two guys because obviously no one's ever seen them um, AV Club with the new lineup, that'll be exciting to see and um, I think what is amazing with the lineup, again,
2: we've mentioned it before, but Priestley College is such a hotbed for local artists coming through. And it does seem that a lot of bands and artists in the town are coming through together, but you're all at very similar ages, so it must you know good to be able to support each other. And again, we, we don't have what we had 10 15 years ago where it was very dog eat dog, you can support each other. Um, speaking of supporting, this is your final pick of the evening asked you to pick four songs from artists who you wanted to pay it forward and um we really love this song we've played it so many times and joe and Lindsay were some of our very first guests on the show back in the early days when we it was wire exposure i think even before no we did our own rebrand here <laughs> from wire exposure to one exposure so we know what it's like to go from one band name to the other but don't wait so we shouldn't wait to go play it, but why are we playing it today?
3: Well, uh, I haven't seen them both in a while, but I've kept in touch with them. But uh, the band's got a great relationship with Joe and Lindsay. Like we were, they're some of our closest people. We we love them to bits. Like they let us rehearse a lot of live bars. We were at live bars every every single week. You know, back when it was open. You know, back first year of college, we were there every week talking to Joe and Lindsay. You know, Joe brought me bought me my first drink on the uh, when I was on my birthday night out. So, it's just that we've just got a great relationship with them, and I love the song as well. Like, I remember asking Joe for the chords a few months ago, just because I, I wanted to mess around and play it, but I just love the song. It was in my playlist for about a year. i got to say, it's just just one of those songs which never gets old. So, as our very special co presenter
2: today, would you like to introduce this song for us? This is The Bid with Don't Wait.
0: just because you're easy on the eye. Don't mean you get an easy life And though your memories they fade Don't mean your past will slip away You think that time is on your side Well time will cut you like a knife It'll catch you up it'll hunt you down Until you're six feet underground Please don't wait for me Cause I'm not the kind of guy who talks You said I don't have empathy But maybe I'm not that strong And I thought I'd never let you down And I thought we'd make it out of this town A single breath can be so cruel Another lesson that you didn't learn in school—a thought that brings you to despair—and yet reminds you why you care. Life can leave you quite confused when you don't. People understand, and yes sometimes we're going to forget, those little things you left to fade, but we can't change the way we are.
5: Are you looking to find new customers? Maybe you need a new website or want to promote your business online through social media. Visit www.real5digital.com or call 01925 949000 000 to speak to Warrington's digital rock stars for a free digital consultation. Radio
6: Warrington.
2: So that was Roughneck right there with their Against Me cover of uh, White People for Peace. That was recorded for We Stand By You Festival. Um, all donations uh, support people who paid for their commitment to freedom, democracy and human rights with their health. And you can find more information about that on a link that we're going to be posting on the Warrington Music Facebook page right now. But a really great cover from a band who we really love and we really sad that their comeback show uh, was one of those that was cancelled at the beginning of lockdown. Um, they were due to play at Fat Cat Ballroom, which has unfortunately closed its doors, and before uh, the lockdown, we unfortunately had the pass-in, the, pass the, the the closure of Life Bar. As a musician, how do you feel the Warrington music scene is at the moment?
3: How's it um, looking for you? It's, oh. <laughs> it's definitely not in the state it was when we started out. I'd say it's probably lockdown just definitely played a part in that. It's really sad to see stuff like the auction rooms, one of my favourite ever gigs we were talking about earlier, WAMFest, you know, so many memories in that place. Um, Live Bar, got, even got memories there. I know it didn't get off to the best start, but, you know, it was great venue, great, great venue. It just needed, the you know, the support behind it, but... Um, you know, in, in regards to the artists coming through, there's a lot of great artists coming through. You know, I suppose we've been around for a long time now, so we're not really seen as a, a new artist coming through. So I can say things like that. I can reflect on the new people. But um, the thing I have noticed is a lot of different artists coming through, like a lot of acoustic acts. I've noticed um, in regards to like the, the typical band thing, which I, I kind of like because it, like I said, it adds to that. But I'm, I'm like, you know, I I was growing in music around the open mic stuff, so I'm always a sucker for. Acoustic stuff like like our friend Dylan, we love Dylan. You know, he's he's one of the newest ones coming through, but um, it's, it's got the artists to make it great. It's just not got the the venues or the support, in my opinion. Because if, even if you think about it, every, all artists in Warrington or Liverpool, or, or not Liverpool Warrington, they're just looking to get into Manchester, or Liverpool. Whereas I feel like it could really be established as its own sort of you know music hub because you think Warrington's a massive town. people from Warrington say to me I live in a small town I'm like no you don't I live in a small town you know I can't go out the door without seeing someone I don't like you know
2: for you um, your spilter home was Fry's Court and you had some really good gigs there um, so it's a shame. Obviously, they they've diversified, and they're you know looking at a different um, yeah, kind of okay. business. But I think Warrington definitely needs w- at least one strong grassroots venue um, to develop. And again, without Friars and with, without live
3: bar, you know potentially you wouldn't be around. You never would have you know been able yeah, to have. We wouldn't. I'd tell you that for nothing because if, if there's not venues like that, where are we supposed to develop ourselves? You know, because it's even tougher in Liverpool or Manchester. It's a lot easier for an artist to sort of get the bearings in a town like Warrington or, you know, whatever. Run Corner Witness could be similar, but obviously they've got no venues there, even worse than Warrington. But, um, you know, it is really sad to see a lot of venues closing, you know. The auction rooms was probably the worst for me just because, uh, you know, I don't know, we've just got a lot of memories there. A lot, lot of memories. You know, I've been to gigs there. I've played gigs there. You know, it's one of my favourite places. So we're
2: hoping after lockdown that you know all these venues, you know, either reopen or on new ones form. And you know, it's really important for a bands' development. And you know, without these grassroots venues, um, there would be no aligners. Uh, which some people might not be too disappointed about. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, make sure that when you know gigs do come back, please do support small shows because these bands need you to develop. And we you know without. You know, big band, small bands, there would be no little ones. Um, so we are coming towards the end of the show. Um, we've got, we're going to end with 60s Hearst. Um, you can tell us very quickly what that one's about, because uh, I assume that you've neither been in a hearse or been in the 60s.
3: Yeah, it's just a, an analogy, because I thought I was being clever, and it turned out okay. Usually it doesn't when I'm trying to be clever with songwriting, but in short, it's about a terrible experience I had at Leeds Festival. Is that vague enough for you? I'm not going to go into detail because I'll get in trouble. But. I, think we probably, <laughs> I think we probably shouldn't before The Watershed, but this yeah. is
2: uh, our final song of the evening. Stick around for some really quick-fire questions with Nathan Greenfield of Liners. But this is the David single, that, the first one they ever released, and what a great start it was. And it's two minutes and 19, so it was a, a very quick introduction, but uh, we absolutely
0: love it. Proud to be at the heart of your community. Radio Warrington.
2: So this uh, Aliners, the debut um, track from Aliners, but the very last one of this evening. Nathan, thank you much for joining us. Where can we
3: find Aliners online? Aliners band on Instagram. Aliners on Facebook. Um, same on everything else. Aliners band on Twitter. You, if you type in Aliners band to any social media, you'll find us. Fair enough. And uh, I believe there's a, a headliner show in
2: Jimmy's in liverpool when is that uh
3: 29th of october you can find the link in our instagram bio facebook bio again just look at our posts it, it's all there if you, you've got no excuse not to get a ticket we've got plenty of time anyway so that's pretty much
2: all we've got time for we've got 45 seconds just to do some really quick fire questions so i know you're a big uh movie fan what for you what's your favorite movie spider-man 2 spider-man 2 favorite actor leonardo DiCaprio and we're gonna go music fiend if there was one song that you wish you would have wrote her laugh on the photograph
3: <laughs> <laughs> I already answered it
2: see so you you told me you went to see Bruce Springsteen so you could have could have chosen any I'll,
3: I'll choose a, uh, Bruce Springsteen song I wish I would have wrote
2: Thunder Road That's a brilliant it's a really my one. favorite song um two more questions advice that you would have given to yourself at 16 for music what advice would you give don't to- be jealous of anyone. Fair enough, and we are going to be going to the culture show at eight o'clock with Andy Green and Brian Spooner. So it's inspired for them. If you could live in any time, there we go. That's our t- start, so a finish. If you could live in any time in history, what generation would it be? Nineteen eighties or
3: a generation? Is that like a thousand years? No. When would you? Live? I'm not very clever, but nineteen um, eighties <laughs> or nineties. Fair Can't enough. Thank you very much
2: for joining us, Nathan. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Make sure you check out Aligners. And that's all for this evening. Thank you
0: and good night. Radio Warrington is Warrington's online community radio station. We exist thanks to local support and volunteers. Our volunteers are friendly, outgoing, passionate people from all walks of life. They give whatever time they can to help us present shows, choose music, research news and attend local events. These are just some of the tasks you too could be doing. Ever wanted to be on the radio? Well, now's your chance.